This is Wessler Media. Here we are, gate number 10. You have a friend at gate number 10? Oh, yes. Come right on. It doesn't cost anything. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All aboard. I was telling people um, I was leaving to come here. I was in Florida, and they were saying, where are you going for your vacation? And I said, I'm going to Columbus, Ohio. They said, oh. I said, I'm going to the family reunion. They said, really? I said, how many people come to that family reunion? They said, I said, thousands. They said, thousands? Nobody has thousands at their family reunion. I said, I do. They said, what are you talking about? I said, because I am going to the family reunion, Ohio State Fair. That's where I'm going. And they just are shocked. And I said, come and find, see my family. I said, I'll show you my family members. I think people like riding my train because um, my train is uh, a lively train. I tell the people all about the buildings. I learned this as a young kid, and I tell them when the buildings were built, uh, what's going on in the buildings. I give a lot of information, and they like it because I'm lively. I like to have a lively tram, and I've been told that people just pass up other trams to just ride on my shuttle. Because as you know, this is the best location in the nation, the Ohio State Fair. Every day gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. And I feel that every year that the fair is here, it gets greater and greater and greater. And, and as Governor Rhodes put it many years ago at the Dear Dutchman, he said to us shuttle guys, he said we were the ambassadors in his eyes on the fairgrounds. And that's just what we're doing. Welcome to this bonus episode of A Fair to Remember, a podcast from the Ohio State Fair. You can think of this like a snack-sized version of a regular podcast episode. And I'm your host, Vince Tornero. You know when you, like, hang out with somebody and you feel your happiness meter go up a bunch after being with them? Well, last year I was looking for stories for season two of A Fair to Remember, and I was outside the 11th Avenue entrance. And I had this name in my head. It was Roy Pollard, Roy's train, Roy's shuttle. So finally, I see Roy. I run over to him. He agrees to do an interview. And I've got my microphone, got my recorder, got no batteries. So he was patient, got some new batteries, came on back, caught up with him. And once I caught my breath, I realized this guy radiates joy. He loves the fair more than anybody for good reason, which you'll hear later. And um, he's definitely one of those people that uh, lifts your spirits for sure. And I hope you feel the same way after listening to this, this bonus episode of A Fair to Remember. Well, we'll ride. We can ride and talk. Okay, that's fine. You, if you got to talk and do your job. Well, I'm trying. I just got to clear the spot, and then I'll be clear. All right. All right, we're here at the Buckeye Building. Home of the dog show. That's right. Pull at the dog shop. We're here. All right. Next stop is going to be gate number three, 17,083. I am uh, 62 years old. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Live half the year in Delray Beach, Florida, and half the year in Columbus, Ohio. I'm a shuttle ground shuttle conductor. This is my 25th year. Years ago, I worked here um, for Charlie Cox doing concessions. I worked for the Columbus Dispatch and the Citizen Journal. There was a certain governor by the name of James A. Rhodes, Mr. Fair himself, uh, felt that the fair needed to always be publicized. And it was his dream to keep the fair going. And I felt that I could be an ambassador and help to the Ohio State Fair. And uh, if the people want to know who I am, I'm the all-people's man. That's who I am. I'm an all-people's man. My very first fair visit was with my parents. My parents brought me here every year as a young kid. That was back in 19, let's see, 66, when I first came to the fair. And uh, it was an annual family tradition. 
And I remember asking my mother, I said, Mom, I'd like to go out there and be part of the fair. And I remember when I turned 13, my mother said, I'm gonna turn you loose to the Ohio State Fair. And I got a job selling the morning Columbus Citizen Journal uh, in the old grandstand, in the and then they had an afternoon dispatch. I sold that, and then I sold the evening dispatch, and then went in the grandstand and would sell Cokes to all the people, and then get on the last bus on 11th Avenue. That's when they used to have the fairgrounds bus. There was a designated bus that would pull up to the front, and I would get on that last bus and go home and come back and do it all over again the next day. What stands out to me is family and friends coming back every year, year after year, and having this big reunion here at the Ohio State Fair. I've seen kids grow up, I've seen them get married, and um, it's just uh, very emotional for me year after year when I see what some of the things that have gone on through a past year with some of the families through hard times. I've been seeing them through good times. We've become one family. Uh, in 2006, I was blessed to be in the Hall of Fame, and uh, which was very emotional for me after 12 years of service. And after that, two years later, I started, along with Sharon Martin and Virgil Strickler, the Ohio State Fair Hall of Fame Scholarship Fund. And it's very, it means a lot to me. Legacy means a lot to me. Uh, there's a, uh, a couple of families, um, I'll just talk about one. Uh, they've been uh, coming to the fair probably uh, for 50 years. And um, they used to show up, just the two of them, the two man and wife. They're from Springfield, Ohio. Uh, about three years ago, uh, they showed up here and they had 18 family members and they all got on my shuttle. And I was very honored, very honored. And uh, then when they got off the shuttle, they stood in front, I think I still have the video somewhere, uh, and sung, You Are My Sunshine. All right, we're here at the O'Neill Swine Barn House of Pork. That's right. Our next stop will be right over here at the uh, Bornovich Park on our tour of the fairgrounds. Sit back, relax, enjoy your ride. Do you, do you just kind of ad-lib as you go along, or do you have do you have kind of a set track in your mind? I um, depends on the people. I look at the people. Sometimes I'll start and carry on with them. Do we have anybody from Michigan here? And get things riled up. And I sometimes they'll say, "Who's first timer here at the fair?" Or sometimes I'll say. Uh, whose birthday is it? It's always different. It's never the same. The dates and everything on the buildings and various information, the history is the same, but the, uh, the other is not the same. It's always different. Right now, I should be in Georgia. I just closed on some real estate deals. I should be in Georgia, but I have to be here. That has to wait. This is priority. I tell family members, do not get married during the Ohio State Fair because I'm not going to be there. I've got to be here. I'm dedicated to the Ohio State Fair. So if a loved one passed, you would not be at their funeral because of the fair? I would not be at the funeral. I will send my condolence. I will send arrangement of flowers, um, but I, I, I will not be. I have to be, this is somewhere I have to be. Hey, gentlemen, the building over here on the left, that's right, that's named after the late great. You all remember him. Used to be mayor of Cleveland and uh, went on to be governor and and on the center, I'm talking about George B. Bornovich, that's right. We'll always remember him, and this building stands in honor of George B. Bornovich. I love you too. Take care of yourselves. How long have you been riding Roy's train? Oh, uh, 
Probably off and on 25 years. Can I get your name where you're from? Sure. Julie Osborne. I was born in Columbus, Ohio, and now I live in fabulous Celebration, Florida. He, is, he knows everything there is to know about the fair, and he has the same memories I do. We remember Big Jim Rhodes and Governor Voinovich and all the other things when the fair was, you know, different generation. But Roy and I remember the openings at 6 a.m., Bob Evans at the um, auction and you know, everything. It's just, you know, so it's good to have somebody who doesn't think that I'm real old. <laughs> I first came to the fair when I was seven months old, which I do not remember, but my mother never allowed me to forget because my dad brought me. And I came every year for probably close to 50 years, and then we moved, and now I just come up for vacation. This was the reason for the vacation, was to come to the fair. And, and by the way, we live three miles from Walt Disney World, so I could go have that experience, but I want to have this one. It's important for me to be here, for instance. Uh, two years ago, um, I had a very unfortunate experience during the fair. A friend of mine I went to school with, elementary school, visited me here on my shuttle and wanted to have dinner. And he decided he wanted to go to Red Lobster, Groves Road, and Hamilton here in Columbus. And I met him there. We had a long evening. He since had passed away. Um, we were the last customers. We knew it was going to be our last time together. And uh, the manager of the restaurant told us that we'd just stay there and relax and enjoy ourselves and everything we did. And uh, when I went out, he was parked on the opposite side that I was parked on. I walked around the corner, guy grabbed my arm and took a gun and put it to my head and said, you say one word and I'm going to blow your head off. I was terrified. Probably the most terrified situation ever in my life. He took my wallet, took all my ID, had nothing, had nothing. And uh, I called Virgil's office and talked to Sharon and told her what had happened because I'm always on my post. And, um, and this I, was during the fair this happened? During the fair. I was scheduled to be at work at 9 that morning. She said, I'll let Virgil know. And the word got out around the fairgrounds and uh, that I had been robbed, but I was okay. And uh, I had no badge, no nothing. I had nothing. So I came to the fairgrounds, pulled up to gate 10. The first thing that uh, Sheila, who is the head supervisor over there at gate 10, what do you need? How much money do you need? That's why I come. That's why I come. Went to Virgil's office, same thing. What do you want? What do you need from us? All I needed was some prayers, and I was thankful to be here. That's why I come back to the fair. They got my back. The fair has my back. It was very touching to see the love of so many people, the prayers. Very touching. That's why I'm giving all my health and strength to the fair, because I really found out. And I think it was a reason for it all, that the Lord could show me. I'm a God-fearing man. To show me how much love was here. Even the passengers that came on said, we heard about you. We were concerned about you. We didn't think you'd come back. So how can I not come back here with all the love? So it was very eye-opening when I think about it and how the people just clung to me and held me up in my dark days. That's why I come back and hold them up every year after year and hug them and give them love. And so many people, when I started out, I used to see their faces on my shuttle. They're gone. But I still hear from some of their kids. They'll come out and they'll say, Mom passed away in December. 
and but we're coming as a tradition to ride on your shuttle and that's what keeps me going keeps me going now things have changed in my life it's almost like i had cataracts the little things that used to bother me doesn't even bother me anymore if, if somebody is telling somebody about roy you're like hey roy is this what do you want people to say that roy is a, a people's person and he loves all and he sees no color that's what roy is all about roy is all about love peace and happiness and at the end of the day when i walk out the fairgrounds i know that i've given my best to to the best of the best the ohio state fair i hope a fair to remember presented by the ohio state fair and produced edited sound designed by westler media executive producer and pr manager is alicia schultz additional script writing and editing by becca kerr every episode expertly mastered by joey gerwin at orange judio Special thanks to all of our guests and anyone who did anything at all to make this podcast a reality. And thank you for attending the fair year after year and upholding this wonderful and fun tradition. Last, and of course not least, got to mention my wife, Melina, who listened patiently to various rewrites, versions, and edits of all of these episodes. I love you. And I'm your host, Vince Tornero. This has been a fair to remember. I'll see you on the Midway. The fun, the draw, the excitement of a fair, that should be enjoyed by everybody. And this year, the Ohio State Fair, it's going to be more accessible and inclusive of individuals with disabilities. Now, this is in partnership with Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities. Complimentary wheelchair mobility charging stations, they will be available throughout the grounds and are listed on the fair maps. And these fair maps, they can be picked up at the fair guest information services booths. Second, fairgoers who are blind or low vision, they can use this technology called IRA. This is really amazing stuff. Now, IRA, it's going to connect to an agent who can help you with navigation. In collaboration with Ocali, a sensory-friendly morning is going to take place July 31st, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. throughout the fair. The lights and the music on all the rides are going to be turned off, and fairgoers can enjoy the many educational activities, including those in the Oasis at the fair. That is the Ohio Department of Natural Resources Park. Now, if you want more information on all this and all this great stuff about making the fair more accessible, you can find it by emailing info at expo.ohio.gov. That's info at expo.ohio.gov. Or you can plan to stop by a guest information services booth during the fair. The production you just heard was carefully crafted at the studios of Wessler Media. For more powerfully engaging podcasts and other audio content, visit wesslermedia.com. Stories of overcoming adversity, intense and unexpected twists and turns, education, encouragement, and plenty of those, did you hear that, moments. Hear more and talk to us about creating your own podcast, from large and detailed projects to smaller, more personal-sized productions. That's wesslermedia.com. W-E-S-S-L-E-R-Media.com.